Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 14 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. For the next six episodes, I'll be sharing with you ways in which you can maximize your training efforts and the benefits that you gain from those efforts. The topic for today's episode is Perspectives on Quality Training. Let me begin this episode by clarifying some vocabulary around developing athletes. Some sports use the term training to describe what they call their athletic development experience. For example, runners, triathletes, ski racers, and weightlifters go to train and train to develop their abilities. Other sports, in turn, use the term practice to describe what they do. For example, basketball, baseball, football, tennis, golf, and swimming all go to practice and practice their skills. For this section of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast, in which I explore how you can get the most out of your training efforts, I'll use the words training and train to describe what athletes in all sports do. Because, though some athletes do practice their sport, there are many aspects of their sports development that are better characterized as training, such as their conditioning. And hopefully, they also engage in mental training. If attitudes are part of the foundation of athletic success, then training provides its building blocks. There is little doubt that genes play an indispensable role in how far you progress athletically. As the legendary basketball coach Red Arbach once said, you can't teach height. It's obvious that many sports, for example football and gymnastics, require certain genetically endowed attributes, such as muscle mass and small stature, respectively. At the same time, it is equally clear that effective training is necessary to fully realize whatever genetic capabilities you were born with. For example, technical training ensures that you possess the finely honed skills that are required in many sports, such as golf and tennis. And strength training enables you to become as strong as you're genetically capable of being. I refer to this process of fully developing every area that impacts quality performance as quality training, as opposed to the well-known phrase deliberate practice for several reasons. First, the notion of deliberate practice is a goal to achieve, but doesn't provide enough clarity on how it is accomplished. Dr. Anders Ericsson, who developed the notion, suggests the following criteria for deliberate practice. First, motivation to focus on and direct effort to improving performance. Second, sufficient knowledge of the skill and exercise that will be practiced to ensure understanding and effective implementation. Third, receive immediate feedback about the execution of the skill. And fourth, consistent repetition of the skill. Though these standards are all necessary for deliberate practice, they are not in and of themselves sufficient to engage in what I call quality training. I define quality training as total readiness and consistent effort that results in maximal physical, technical, and mental development, resulting in optimal preparation for competitive success. This segment will explore specific approaches that result in athletes accomplishing four essential goals of quality training. First, to maximize the effectiveness and efficiency of training in terms of athletes' committed time and energy. Second, to learn and ingrain physical fitness and technical and tactical skills so that they can be performed automatically and consistently during competition. Third, to develop important psychological and emotional attributes and tools that can be transferred to competitive performance. And fourth, quality training results in athletes possessing all of the trained attributes necessary to achieve their competitive goals. To accomplish these goals, Train Your Mind for Athletic Success focuses on five key areas of your sport training. Additionally, later episodes will identify important mental muscles and tools, for example, intensity, focus, routines, and imagery that can further enhance the quality of training. 
from Paul Bear Bryant, the legendary college football coach. It's not the will to win that matters. Everyone has that. It's the will to prepare to win that matters. Perspective, that is the attitude you hold about training, sets the stage for whether your training efforts are productive and propel you toward your athletic goals or inefficient and impede your progress toward your goals. Your perspective influences three aspects of who you are and what you do that then impact the quality of your training. First, your thoughts about training. Are your thoughts positive or negative? Are they resolute or half-hearted? Are they hopeful or disheartening? The thoughts you have about training determine your emotional reactions to your efforts, which then translate into the time and energy you devote to your training. Your thoughts act as starting points on the journey you take in your training. Obviously, you want to start off on a good road when you begin training because, as a general rule, you stay on the road that you began on. Second, how you think about your training triggers emotions that either facilitate or interfere with your efforts. Are you optimistic or anxious? Are you calm or frustrated? Are you determined or despondent? Your emotions directly impact your training in two ways. Emotions such as inspiration, Pride and enthusiasm create an atmosphere in which you want to commit to your training with tenacity and vigor. By contrast, emotions such as sadness, despair, and hopelessness set the stage for a lack of motivation, persistence, and perseverance, and cause you to give up easily. Additionally, emotions cause physiological states that influence the quality of your training. Feelings of excitement, energy, and being just plain fired up will have an obviously positive effect on your training. Conversely, Feelings of tension, lethargy, and discomfort will lead to training efforts that are minimal or non-existent. Third, your thoughts and emotions express themselves in the actions you take in your training. The simple reality of training is that whatever you put into it is what you will get out of it. Quality training requires a tremendous commitment of time and energy. Time, because gaining the necessary benefits of training, whether physical, technical, or mental, entail massive amounts of repetition, which take time. Energy, because quantity of training isn't sufficient to maximize your gains in any area of athletic development. Rather, quality training requires the expenditure of enormous amounts of both physical and mental energy. Your actions are not only expressed in terms of the time and energy you devote to your training, but also your reactions when it gets difficult. Another simple reality of training is that it's tiring, painful, and boring. The thoughts and emotions that you connect to your training will determine what happens when you reach that point in training, what I call the grind, which I'll discuss in future episodes in my podcast. Depending on your thoughts and emotions, you will either ease up or give up completely or keep working hard in the face of the challenges. From Derek Jeter, the five-time Major League Baseball World Series champion, New York Yankee, there may be people that have more talent than you, but there's no excuse for anyone to work harder than you do. Let's be realistic. Training can be incredibly frustrating. Why? Because nothing comes quickly or easily in sports. There are rarely sudden or large improvements in training. Rather, there's the frustratingly slow grind forward as you get stronger physically, better technically and tactically, sharper mentally, resulting in better performance and competition. Also, progress isn't steady. You'll be improving solidly, then all of a sudden, you seem to be going nowhere fast. You've hit a plateau. If you're lucky, you're just on that plateau for a little while. If you're really unlucky, your performances seem to go backward, meaning you actually get worse for a while. In either case, your stagnation is often a mystery that you can't seem to solve. Then, hopefully, just as suddenly, 
you're back to or better than where you were before. The slow and unpredictable nature of athletic development demands a healthy perspective on training because without it, striving toward your goals would feel like an impossible journey to take. The foundation of a healthy perspective on training can be summed up with three P's, patience, persistence, and perseverance. Patience is defined as the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Patience is essential for long-term success because without it, you would become exasperated with the slow and inconsistent pace of your athletic development. Patience helps you accept and move through the inevitable frustration you will feel as you don't progress as quickly as you would like. Patience enables you to stay positive and motivated when your training isn't going the way you want it to. The basic perspective that comes out of patience is this, I will do the work and I will put in the time to achieve my athletic goals. From Joyce Meyer, the author, patience is not the ability to wait, but the ability to keep a good attitude while waiting. If patience is the fuel you need to keep going in training, you can think of persistence as the engine that drives you forward in every workout and every training session. Persistence involves resolute and relentless effort in pursuit of your goals. You will keep working hard for as long as it takes, and you won't give up no matter what happens. Persistence is so vital in training because so much of training isn't fun or exciting or rewarding. To the contrary, it's often tiring, painful, boring, and frustrating. Your ability to push forward every day will determine what you get from your training and whether your training efforts translate into competitive success. From Mappiandi, the eight-time Olympic gold medal winning swimmer, persistence can change failure into extraordinary achievement. If patience is the fuel and persistence is the engine, then perseverance is the four-wheel drive and big, heavy-treaded tires that keep you moving through the metaphorical rough terrain, ruts, mud, and ice that you will experience on the road to your athletic goals. The harsh reality of athletic development is that it's not a linear journey, not consistent, but rather a series of ups and downs. Remember in an earlier episode, my metaphor about the stock market, in which you'll experience failures, setbacks, plateaus, and declines along the way. Your willingness to keep slogging along and your unwillingness to let the conditions you face cause you to slow down or stop will dictate the gains you make from your training and how far you ultimately make it in your sport. From the Chinese philosopher Confucius, our greatest glory is not in never failing, but in rising up every time we fail. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 14 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast, and be on the lookout for episode 15 in the near future.